Well, hey there. Welcome to the Kim Constable Podcast. Nobody cares. Work harder. Welcome to today's training. I really hope that you enjoyed the training yesterday and I cannot wait for you to listen in today. So I'm not going to talk very long because there's a lot of talking inside the masterclass. I'm just going to jump straight into it and you won't hear from me again at the end. But please make sure that you enjoy this live training, especially for you. And please leave me a comment and let me know what you got out of it. Okay, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Okay, so let's get started. You ready? Yes? So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about how much you actually should be eating. So let me tell you where I first realized that this was a problem. I remember whenever I first started bodybuilding, I didn't think that the diet part was as important as the training part. Uh, I didn't take time to educate myself on the diet. So I bought a program off the internet and I downloaded the program and I wanted to build my glutes. And so I went into the gym every day and I did the program that was the glute building program. And it was about a month long, about four weeks long. So, and I thought, I truly thought that in four weeks, I was going to have glutes like the fitness model who was selling the program. I really did. Because I, 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 in my mind, I was like, well, why would she sell a four-week program for glute building if I'm not going to have glutes like hers in four weeks? And so I went to the gym every day and I did that program religiously and relentlessly. And I felt like I was working as harder than I'd ever worked in my life before. And at the end of the four weeks, I remember looking at my glutes and being like, it's kind of my husband. I was like, do you, do you think my bum's any bigger? And he was like, that's a loaded question. Like, what's the right answer here? <laughs> if I say yes, do I get in trouble? If I say no, do I get in trouble? I was like, do you think my bum's any bigger? And he was like, um, uh, no. <laughs> and my bum really was not any bigger, right? But I was really horrified. I was like, well, hang on a wee second here. I bought the program. I did all of the training. Sure, I didn't do the diet part. Didn't even look at the diet because I'm a nutritionist, right? I'm a nutritionist. I'm a vegan. And I know all about nutrition, so I don't need some fitness model on the internet telling me what to eat. I am a highly esteemed yoga teacher with a de-yoga talks, with a detox yoga company, and I know a lot about nutrition. So I don't need to follow her nutrition. I'll just keep eating the way I've always been eating, and I will follow the, the training. So I followed the training. My body didn't change one single iota. And I was like, huh, okay, so just keep training. So I did the second part of the program and the third part of the program, and I completed the program in three months. And at the end of the three months, my body still really wasn't any different. But I was fucking starving all the time. And I had never really been starving because I used to pride myself on the quote that, you know the quote that I think it was Audrey Hepburn said, food never tasted as good as skinny feels. Well, that's how I felt, right? I was super skinny, but I still had this like, I still had this like layer of fat, right? Around my belly button. Who else here is like that? Where you're skinny and you're like really, like I didn't have these glorious big shoulders that I have now. I had like, I was really, you know, I had like, I guess thin arms, but I was really skinny across my chest. All you could see were, were, um, were like ribs or whatever you call them, like bones across your chest. Um, but I still had this layer of fat. And I wasn't a huge big layer of fat, but it was still a layer of fat for how skinny I was everywhere else. I still had this layer of fat on my stomach. And I just couldn't get rid of the damn thing. And I just kept eating less and eating less and eating less so that it got to the point 
in my, you know, semi-starvation diet, like I just got used to feeling permanently hungry. And I was eating this semi-starvation diet proudly, right? Proudly. I was like, I have so much self-control. I am like so wonderful of a human being that I can, I can exist on such little calories. And I would say some days I ate 800 calories and on a good day, I would have eaten 1400, but my average probably would have been around 1200 calories. And so I was going to the gym and I was training and training and training in the gym. And I was, you know, lifting heavy weights and my body was obviously building muscle and I was getting hungrier and hungrier because whenever you start to stimulate muscle growth in the gym, you become like a growing toddler, right? Your body starts to release growth hormones. And so you, your body wants to eat more because your body's putting an awful lot of energy into growing muscle. And so I was, my body was putting energy into growing muscle, but I wasn't feeding the muscle because I truly did not understand the relationship between eating lots of food to grow lots of muscle. Because in order for muscle to grow, it needs energy, right? And do you know what food is? Food is simply energy. Calories, a calorie is a measurement of energy. If you ask some people what a calorie is, they will say, a calorie is... Um, it's uh, uh, it's in food, calories in food. Yeah, it's great. And then like, but it's uh, it's uh, there's uh, there's lots of them in 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 fatty food. <laughs> Most people can't define a calorie. Okay, so a calorie is the amount of energy that it takes to raise one kiloliter of water one degree. That is what a calorie is defined as. So calorie is basically energy. It's like putting coal on a fire. Whenever you put food into your body, your body converts that, um, and that food to calories, and then it uses that energy to fuel muscle growth, to fuel you know, your hair growing, your nails growing, to fuel the activity that you do during the day, to fuel blinking, your digestive system, peeing, sweat producing, all of those things give your body energy. And so I was giving my body just enough energy in the form of food to exist every day. But I was teaching three hours of yoga a day because I was a yoga teacher. I was now training in the gym as well. And I was still only eating 1200 calories. And I believed that carbs were bad. I prided myself on only eating green cruciferous vegetables for carbs and a white carb never passed my lips ever. And I was so deluded. And so what happened was I started then after I had trained by myself very badly, I have to admit. No, I didn't train badly. Like I, I trained really well. But in three months, you would expect to see if you were training as hard as I was training, you would expect to see some kind of change with your body, right? Just something. And I really hadn't seen very much change. I mean, minimal changes, but really not very much. So I hired a trainer and I decided I wanted to, to train for a bikini competition. And he said to me, so... Um, what are your macros at the minute? And I was like, um, what's a macro? <laughs> now I understand, right? I was a nutritionist. I was, I, I owned a detox yoga company. I was highly educated on food and the human body. And when, when, when somebody who I deemed to be beneath me in their, in their knowledge of nutrition said to me, uh, what are your macros? I was like, like a rabbit caught in the headlights, no idea what a macro was. So your macros are your proteins, carbs, and fats. So he said to me, what are your macros? And when someone says to you, what are your macros? What that means is how much protein are you eating every day? How much fat are you eating every day? And how many carbs are you eating every day? And I was like, no idea. 
No idea. And he said, okay, well, you need to start tracking. He said, so I'll work out how many calories you should be eating. And then you can work out how many you are eating. And we can, you know, move you towards what you should be eating. And I was like, huh, interesting. <laughs> I'd never considered that before. You see, because for me, food in the past had always been about eating for nutrition. My goal had never been to build muscle. My goal had always been to burn fat, right? I'd always wanted to be skinny. So I believed that if you want to be skinny, you do what? What do you do if you want to be skinny? Eat less food, right? No, not always. So that was the only thing that I knew how to do to stay really lean was to eat less food. And so I just, I was eating very, very little calories. So he started getting me to track my calories, right? And so I started tracking my calories, which is what I'm going to teach you guys how to do tomorrow. I started tracking my calories and I realized I was only eating 1200 calories a day. So he came back to me with my current, my body fat at the time was about 23%, I think. So here's what's shocking, right? I was really skinny. You guys have seen the photo of me. In fact, I'm going to show it to you again, right? I'm going to show it to you again because I really want to hit this home. I should have brought it up on the, on the iPad, actually, so you could see it bigger. So whenever I started training in the gym, I'm just going to blow it right up. This is what I looked like. Can you see that? This is what I looked like when I started training in the gym. I think that the, the photos are actually in yesterday's PDF. And let me see actually if they are. And I was only eating there. I was only eating 12, another uh, on the one the day before. I was only eating 1200 calories a day and I was 23% body fat. Here we are. Uh, yeah, so this one here. So this was me around the same time, okay? 23% body fat. Most people there would have had me pegged at about 12% body fat, right? 12% body fat. No, I wasn't 12%. I was 23%. And so and let me show you another one, actually, where I was here in this one. I was 25% body fat. Look at those wee skinny legs. 25% body fat there in the blue top, okay? So today, sitting here today, I am about 16% body fat. So let me see if you can see here. So 16% body fat. You can see I don't have like a massive ripped six pack, but I have visible abs. I have, I don't have striations, but I have, you know, I have chest muscles. You can see, let me see my back. Yeah, like I have a pretty muscular back, okay? So if I do that, you can see, you know, if you can see my back, you can. So pretty muscular back, muscular chest, guns, which I never had before visible abs, but not a ripped six pack. And I'm 16% body fat, but I look like I should be less body fat in this photo. I look like I should be 12% body fat in this photo, but I'm not. I'm only, I'm 23% here. Why am I 23%? Because I had so little muscle that what was made up, my, what was made up after the fat was gone was, or sorry, if you took out my muscle, and you took out my bones and my water, my fat mass was actually quite high because a lot of my body, not a lot of it, but a higher percentage of it than now was made up of fat. So you can be skinny fat. That's where the term skinny fat comes from. You can be skinny fat, which means that you're very skinny, but because you don't have a huge amount of muscle, you're, you carry more fat. At the minute, I carry a huge amount of muscle, huge amount of muscle. And so therefore, even though I'm far bigger now than I was, my body fat is far lower. So I, whenever I started training with Curtis, then he, he worked out my TDE 
and which I'm going to show you how to do today. So he worked out my body fat was about 23%, okay? And my he worked at my height, which is five foot eight, just under five foot eight, five foot seven and a half. And then he worked out my weight, which I think at the time was 57 kilos. Let me do the pound calculation. 125 pounds, okay? I now weigh 150 pounds. I have put on 25 pounds and dropped uh, six, what did I say? Well, 16, 7% body fat. 25 pounds heavier and 7% body fat lower. And most of that came from learning how much I needed to eat for my current body composition coupled with my goal. So the problem is that, and here, actually, let me finish the story. So Curtis worked out what I needed to eat, which was 1,800 calories. He said, you should be eating. Sorry, my hair's sticking to my back because I'm so sweaty. He said to me, you should be eating 1,800 calories a day. And I was like, 1,800 calories? Oh, that's, that's so high. That sounds so high. It wasn't high at all. If I only have, Whenever I have to eat 1,800 calories now, I, I die of starvation because my metabolism is so fast. So he said to me, you need to eat 1,800 calories. So I started tracking my food in my fitness pal. So I was just eating my normal food that I would eat. And every day I was putting it in, I would get to the end of the day and I would still have 600 calories to eat. And this is after eating my dinner. I was like, how do I have another 600 calories? And it felt so good and so freeing to be able to eat for the first time in my life. I felt good about eating because I'd always prided myself on food never tasted as good as skinny feels. Like I had always prided myself on this control around food. I'd always prided myself on the um, the feeling of, of deprivation, the feeling of starvation. It was a good feeling for me. It was a feeling that I could harness and hold on to. Just like on the other side, people who overeat, what they're going for, if you're, if you're overweight, what you're going for, like I said yesterday, is you just want to feel good. You eat because you want to feel good. You're not a bad person. You're not like a, you know, a, like a, a, a person with no self-control. He should be blamed and judged and outcast. No, you just want to feel good. I just wanted to feel good. But I felt good by controlling and depriving myself. So Curtis started me eating 1,800 calories. And, and, so, and then we took our progress photos two weeks later, which is what I always recommend that everybody does whenever you're on a bodybuilding, um, on a, on a, a goal-setting program in bodybuilding, in our 18-month Sculpt and Shred, we get people to take their progress photos every two weeks. And if someone's asking for advice in the group, the coaches always say, we need photos. We need photos. We can't advise without photos because what you see and what we see are very different. What you see in the mirror usually is completely different to reality because we distort when we look in the mirror. But when someone else objectively looks at your photos that our coaches do in the 18-month then we can objectively look at your photos. So I started eating 1800 calories a day and I took my progress photos two weeks later, two weeks later, and I was leaner. I was leaner. I increased my calories by 600 and I lost weight. I lost body fat. I was like, what is this voodoo magic? You know, but I was, my, my body was soaking up all the food. It was soaking it up into muscle because I was training five days a week. I was training for a bikini competition. So I was going and I was being trained, was following a training program with Curtis, my trainer at the time. And I was, um, I was training five days a week and my muscles were crying out for the food because I hadn't been feeding them correctly in the, in the first three months. And now when I look back, I go, 
oh, if only I had reached out to somebody who knew. If only I hadn't been a know-it-all. Do you remember yesterday I talked about being a know-it-all? I was the fucking biggest know-it-all that ever existed. I was the biggest know-it-all. I was like, I'm not going to trust these experts. They don't know anything. I know so much more than them. I have studied for 20 years, you know. Oh my God, such a know-it-all. So I, I didn't follow the nutrition. Whenever I finally did, my muscles soaked it up. So I was like, ooh, I was like, Curtis, I'm leaner. And he was like, well, let's increase your calories. So we went up by another hundred. I measured two weeks later, guess what? Leaner again. So I was like, ooh, can we go up again? He was like, yeah. So we went up to 2,000 calories. Measured two weeks later, leaner again. I started dropping body fat because what was happening was my body was soaking up all the calories and packing it into muscle. And the more muscle you have, the higher your metabolism. So we're going to talk about that in a second when I go through these calculations with you. So the more muscle you have, the higher your metabolism. The higher your metabolism, the more fat your body burns. Your body is like a steam train. Your metabolism is... These wheels are turning. So muscle is calorie hungry. Muscle requires a constant supply of nutrients, of amino acids, of blood, water, all of these things flowing in and out of the muscle. So the more muscle you have, the more calories your body requires to keep that muscle alive. And so, and the more energy you expend in the gym, the more muscle fibers you tear apart, the more your body has to repair those muscle fibers and build more muscle fiber on top of them, which is basically muscle fiber scar tissue. That's how your muscles get bigger. Your body basically forms scar tissue on top of it, which is more muscle fibers. The more that happens, guess what? The more calories your body needs. So I went up to, I went up to uh, 1900, 2000, 2100. Then I jumped. I was like, well, I'm just, I'm just going to go to 2500. So I jumped to 2500. Still, I was leaner, right? I actually got down to about 16 or 70%, 16 or 17% body fat. And Curtis said to me, okay, you have dropped so much body fat from eating an extra 1200 calorie, 1300 calories. He said, your show is in. So this was, I, we got to, I started training with him in uh, June, I think it was. And in October, the end of October, he said to me, you have two months before you have to start your shred. We chose a show, which was going to happen in April the following year. So he said, you have six months for this show. He said, you've got, you're going to have 12 to, to 16, 12 to 14 weeks to prep, which means to diet. So he said, you have eight weeks now of hard bulking. He said, I want you to slam your calories up. He said, I want you to eat 3,000, 3,500 calories. He said, every time you train, I want you to pile the calories into you after you've trained, because that is the most important window after you train to, to eat calories. Because what happens is your body, your GLUT4 receptors on the surface of the muscle cell are open. The GLUT4 haven't been opened yet because on the fat cells, because they're opened by, um, your pancreas secreting insulin. Insulin's a storage hormone. It moves through your blood, it opens the glute fours on the fat cells. That takes a little bit of time. But whenever you've been training, your glute four receptors on the surface of the muscle are open. So if you eat directly after training, guess what? Yes, that's how I imagine it'll happen. You ready? <laughs> your muscles soak up all that food. They soak up all that food and they utilize it to build more muscle tissue. So I slammed my calories up to about 3,500 calories, right? I didn't get any leaner. I started to get a little bit fatter, but like not much fatter. I think my body fat went up to, when I started my first shred, 
I think my body fat had got up to about 22%, which was still lower than it was whenever I had started. But I had, um, let me see, actually, is it here? I had, oh God, folks. Um, it had gone up to about 22%, which was still lower than it had been whenever I started, but I had so much more muscle. Let me see, is it here? I wanna show you if my first competition photo is in here. No, it's not. Um, but anyway, so that's, um, I really should have like a wee photo bank for you. But that's, so that's what happened, right? So why is this important or what what is this relevant to talking about today? Well, today, what I wanna teach you is how much you should be eating at the minute. Because a lot of people are going, I don't know, I wanna build muscle, but I also wanna burn fat, but can you build muscle and burn fat at the same time? And how many calories should I be eating? Should I be in a calorie deficit or should I be in a calorie surplus or should I just be eating you know, whatever I'm eating? So the whole eating thing is so confusing to people. And I get it. And a lot of people, but here's the thing that I want you to take away from today as well as learning how to do this. It's, it's the eating part is the most important part of your entire bodybuilding journey. The most important part. So, and to, to, to reiterate this, uh, every day I train, I have a home gym, so every day I train five days a week, and every day I get up in the morning, six days a week, and I do 60 minutes cardio with my husband. So we go for a walk, that's all, a walk with the dog. So we do 60 minutes cardio in the morning and I train five days a week. That's consistent. Uh, I wanted to shred off a little bit of body fat for summer. So the only variable I manipulated was my calories. I dropped my calories down to 1800 calories, which is low for me because my BMR is 1600. So 1800 is low for me. So I dropped them down to 1800 and I started accurately tracking my calories. Whenever I'm not shredding, I don't track, I just eat. And I have a private chef at home, though I eat very well. So I started tracking my calories and I only started tracking them 10 days ago and I've already lost about 2% body fat. My body fat has dropped so fast and the only thing I manipulated was my calories. So I really want you to understand that if you want to achieve any kind of body, do you know that body that you posted on first day, that body goal that you had? I can tell you that all, any one of you who chose a fitness model or a body goal from the internet or a professional you know, a bikini athlete or someone who's a, you know, has a professional photos online, they have been accurately tracking their calories. They know how to eat for their particular body type. I can guarantee you they do. And if you don't learn this information, you will never, ever, ever achieve your ultimate body goal. You won't. You cannot intuitively eat your way to your body goal if you've never done it before. Now, if you've gotten to the stage where I am, where you can intuitively eat, well, then that's great. But that's five years down the line. And even now, I don't take a chance. Whenever I have a specific deadline for a shred, I don't take a chance with intuitive eating. I track every morsel of food that passes my mouth. But I also work out how many calories I should be eating and how many calories I'm going to eat in a deficit in order to achieve a goal. Today, what we're gonna calculate, and all I want you to take away from today, because I'm gonna to teach more tomorrow and more on Friday, and my hair is like sticking to my back. All I want you to take away from today is what your total daily energy expenditure is. So if you can imagine, you have a bandwidth, right? So you have a, you have a, a plus bandwidth and a minus bandwidth, and then in the middle is your TDEE. This is how I want you to imagine it, okay? 
So let's use this remarkable pen as a guide. So if you, this is you in the middle, this is your TDEE, okay? This is lose weight, this is gain muscle. If you want to lose body fat, you have to first know what this point here is, and then you can tailor your calories on this side of the pen. This is the lose body fat side. If you want to gain muscle, if you're already, excuse me, quite lean, like I was when I started bodybuilding, I was 23% body fat, but there was no way I was losing that 23% body fat because I was only eating 1,200 calories, right? So if you want to gain muscle and burn fat at the same time, then you need to go to this side of the pen. Make sense? But first, you need to know what this number here is in the middle. Your total daily energy expenditure is the amount of calories that you should be eating to maintain your current body composition. Now, what is body composition? Body composition is a normal level of fat. So a small, you don't need a hell of a lot of fat, right? Most of us have too much fat store. It's, it's muscle, bone, water, all those kinds of things, so must, but mostly muscle and fat, right? So it's how many calories you should be eating to man maintain a healthy body composition. The problem is most of us eat either too little or too much, and we don't know what this number is. So your total daily energy expenditure is made up by your basal metabolic rate plus the amount of calories you expend every day just doing what you're doing, living life. So your basal metabolic rate, interestingly, makes up 60% of your total daily energy expenditure. Now, let's just pause on that for a second because this is really important. Most people are shocked when I tell them that. They think that the amount of exercise that they do every day or the amount of activity that they do is the thing that causes their the, the majority of their energy expenditure. It's not. And I'll tell you why this is important. So what causes the majority, 60% of your total energy expenditure is your basal metabolic rate. Now, what influences your basal metabolic rate? How much you blink, how much you talk, how fast your hair grows, how much water you drink to make sure that your, digest, your, that your, um, that your urinary system is working well how much food that you eat, because then your digestive system has to move the food through in order to poop, and how much muscle you have. Most importantly, how much muscle you have. Fat is dead tissue. Well, it's not dead, but fat requires, it's just a storage tissue. Fat doesn't require any nutrients to keep it there. It doesn't require anything. Fat is like you have a massive cupboard in your house that you just keep shoving shit into and closing the door. All fat is good for is storing excess hormones and toxins. So your, your body, whenever your body is overloaded with toxins, whenever your liver can't process the toxins, especially whenever you're overweight and your liver is fatty, what your body does with the excess toxins that it's not able to eliminate is it stores them in fat. Same with your hormones. Many people don't, don't understand that your liver is responsible for clearing your hormones out of your blood. And if you are overweight, you will have a lot of pressure on your liver. Your liver, will, your liver stores fat. 
And if you're overweight, you will have fat in your liver. And if you drink too much and if you smoke and if you eat too many fatty foods or you're inhaling or consuming too many toxins, putting them on your skin or on your hair or in your body, or you're living in a big city with loads of toxins, your liver will have to work very hard to clean your blood. And so it may not be able to get rid of all the hormones. The other thing that affects, this is just as a little side note, the other thing that affects your body's ability to get rid of hormones or to clear hormones from the blood is your digestive system. So your body has an inbuilt cleansing system. How it works is you, you eat something, it goes into your stomach, it goes through your small intestine. Your body absorbs the nutrients through the small intestine and sends the nutrients through the blood to your liver. Your liver cleans the blood, takes out all of the nutrients, or takes out the nutrients, takes out all of the irritants, all of the toxins, all of the excess hormones, and it dumps them into the digestive system. If you have a backed up digestive system, if you don't poop three times a day at least, and if the poop is not the length from your, from your wrist to your elbow and the circumference of when you put your finger on the crease of your thumb, you have an inefficient digestive system. I poop, I'm not joking, five to six times every day, every day. And whenever you eat a very clean vegan diet, that, that's normal. So whenever, you're, whenever your digestive system is working super efficiently, your liver, and your liver is not fatty, and you live a healthy life, and you're not overweight, and your metabolism works well, a lot of ifs there, <laughs> your body dumps excess hormones, which is very important for us women over the age of 40, and toxins into the digestive system. And the digestive system is supposed to clear those out in your poop. If you do not have an efficient digestive system that works three to five times a day, your body cannot get rid of the toxins and it cannot get rid of the hormones. So it reabsorbs them back into your system and sends them back to the liver to be cleansed. So the liver is like a recycling center, but if it everything gets backed up because it's not getting eliminated, and if they're water soluble, they go to the urine to be eliminated. But if, um, if your body gets backed up and your body has an excess of hormones and an excess of toxins, what does it do with them? It dumps them into fat store because fat is just storage. It's, it's energy storage because your body can break fat stores down into triglycerides, send them through to the liver for energy, which is what happens whenever you eat a calorie deficit. Your body doesn't have enough food coming in, so it uses the fat store as energy. And that's why you can get spotty and that's why you can get headaches and that's why you can feel whenever you go on a diet because your body starts because you've, you're breaking down fat stores, which is releasing toxins and hormones back into the body. So it's super important to keep your body clean, to keep your body healthy to sweat a lot. I, I have an infrared sauna at home and I, and I get into it almost every day. I sweat a lot. So it's really important to keep everything in the body flowing, water flowing in, water flowing out, food flowing in, food flowing out, sweat flowing out through your pores, really efficient, clean, healthy food that is the exact amount that your body should be eating. So your, your basal metabolic rate is all of those things I've just described, plus most importantly, the amount of muscle your body has. So the more muscle your body has, the harder your body has to work to feed that muscle, the more you can eat. My basal metabolic rate is 1600 calories. That's how many calories per day my body requires just to stay alive, 
just to keep my body, my current body composition. 1600 calories. The more muscle you build, the more your basal metabolic rate rises. Building muscle is the only way to shred fat in the long term. Building muscle keeps your body lean. That's why I maintain a 16% body fat all year round. I don't even have to try. And I eat an enormous amount of food because I can. So once you've worked out what your BMR is, and we'll run through the calculations now. So once you've worked out your BMR, then you multiply that by what's called an activity factor. Now, most online calculators, except mine, on the Sculpted Vegan website, because we do have a calculator on the Sculpted Vegan website. If you want to use it instead, you can. It's thesculptedvegan.com forward slash macro hyphen calculator, just to play around with it if you want to. So the most people who, most websites who have an activity factor on them, no, that's not true. Most people who work out their TDE using regular online activity factors overestimate the amount of exercise they're actually doing. And this goes back to what I was talking about yesterday. Most of us delude ourselves. We want to believe in the vision of ourselves that we have created, and we want to believe that we are doing more than we are, especially if you're not doing very much. Because whenever you're unfit and you're overweight, or you haven't trained a lot in the gym, or this is completely new to you, Everything seems hard in the beginning. Whenever I tell people that I train five days a week and I do 60 minutes cardio six days a week, they're like, holy shit, that's a massive amount of exercise. Because to someone who doesn't exercise, that seems like a massive amount of exercise. And they would be like, oh my God, like that would be so hard. So they would look at their activity factor and they would go, oh my God, well, that's like extra, extra active, like very hard exercise or sports on a physical job. We're like, oh my God, how can you even do that? Whereas whenever I work out my activity factor, which is in today's PDF, I call myself moderately active, right? There's two more branches above me, moderately active, because just because you feel like you're working hard doesn't mean that you are. I am very committed to bringing each and every one of you to reality, separating your feeling about something from the actual data. That's why in day one, we had you look at the photo. I have a feeling about what I look like. I think I know what I look like. I've seen myself in the mirror. When you're looking at that photo, that's data. You can't ignore the rules of fat. You can't ignore the cellulite. You can't ignore all of the weight that you put on or all the, all the weight that you haven't if you're on the other end of the spectrum, which many people are. That's data. This is what you think is true, which is in your mind. That's data. Day two. What did I have you do on day two? I had you look at the data, not well, I think I'm 34, 24, 34, or I think I'm 30% body fat. No, we looked at the data. How much body fat do I have? What is my waist? What is my leg? What is my the cold, hard data, right? Opinion and data. It's the same with the activity factor whenever you go to work out your TDEE. Most people overestimate. They want to believe they're doing more than they are. So they overestimate, which means that whenever they work out how much they should be eating, they're eating too much. And then they don't get the results. And they're like, why am I not losing weight? I've like chosen a 15% deficit and I've been trying to lose weight for like two or three weeks and it's just not working. And I'm like, you're completely deluded. You're never going to lose weight on those calories doing that exercise or you're not going to do it very quickly. So again, expectation 
if I do this and this and this, this will happen? Reality. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I want to bring you all from here to here because this is where the magic happens. Okay. Over here, not over here. So capiche? Yes. Capiche? Everybody doing good? Okay. So and let me tell you one other thing. See these things here? See these fitness trackers? They're not accurate. See calories burned? It's not accurate. Doesn't give you any real data, okay? Your Fitbit or your Apple Watch cannot calculate how many calories you burned. Sorry, just FYI. The only thing that this should be used for is heart rate tracking. That's it, and receiving your messages. <laughs> heart rate tracking and receiving your messages, there's nothing else that counts, okay? Doesn't give you the license to eat more food. So how do we work out your TDEE? So let, let me just be clear before we begin. So your TDEE is your total daily energy expenditure. It's this bit in the middle, okay? Let me see if I can get a, a another thing here. A knife, look, here we are, right? <laughs> this is my very parochial uh, diagram. So this is your TDEE in the middle. This is the side you need to be on to lose weight. This is the side you need to be on to gain muscle. But you need to know what this is, yes? This is your benchmark. This is your reality. This is what you need to know, yes? So you can either do it in pounds or in kilograms. And if you want, you can do it with me, okay? So I'm gonna tell you how I do mine. And I'll do it in pounds, since we have mostly an American audience, yes? Somebody's saying, Rachel's like, no, my Fitbit would never lie. Yet to tell you, but it does. And that's all there is to say. <laughs> okay, pounds. First of all, we're gonna work out your TDE, okay? And you may look at this and go, I failed math at school. I don't even know what this means. Take a deep breath. I'm gonna tell you how to do it, right? Calculate your, first you wanna calculate your body fat mass, okay? This is how much of your body is fat. So if you weigh 150 pounds, how much of that 150 pounds is fat? So calculate your body fat mass. Body weight in pounds, let me put that in. So I'm 150 pounds, right? Multiplied by your body fat percentage. Now, yesterday we had you calculate your body fat percentage by looking at the photos. So whatever number you put down yesterday, that is going to be your body fat percentage. Now, remember, it doesn't need to be precise. Consistency trumps perfection every single time. That is going to be your mantra from going for going forward. Doesn't matter if you're a couple of percentage out on either side. Okay? You guys with me? 150 pounds multiplied by 16%. Now, how you multiply in percentages on a calculator, for those of you who don't know, and I didn't know this until I ran my own business, is you multiply by 0.16 right? So if you're 23% body fat, you're going to multiply by 0.23. If you're 50% body fat, you're going to multiply by 0.5. If you're 4% body fat, you're going to multiply by 0.04. Anything under 10 has a naught before it. 9%, 0.09. So I'm 16% body fat. So 150 multiplied by 0.16 equals 24, okay? Then you're going to divide that by 100. No, that's not true. <laughs> Multiplied by 0.16 divided by 
Ah, I'm not used to doing this in points. I'm used to doing this in, in kilograms, and I think I'm fucking it up now. Hang on. Let me just wait. That's fine. Failure. Failure is good. Um, stay with me. You guys all have the calculators out. I've never done it in points before, so I had to try and work it out completely differently. 68 multiplied by 0.16 equals 10. Okay. Yeah, 24. The, the divided by 100 shouldn't be there. I don't know why it's there. Okay, so we're going to have to amend that. 150 multiplied by 0.16 equals 24. So my body fat mass is 24 pounds. That's how much fat I have in my body. So if you were to take, if you were to take all my fat away, my body would be 126 pounds in weight. Okay. Yes? Okay. I'm gonna just work it again here because I've made it round. Ah! Okay, 24 pounds. Now you're gonna calculate your lean body mass, which I've just done. That is your body weight in pounds minus your fat mass. So I'm 150 pounds minus 24 is 126 pounds. Got it? Good. Okay, now we're going to calculate your basal metabolic rate, which is 126 pounds, right? Your lean body mass that we just worked out, multiplied by 9.82 plus 370, which is 1,607 calories for me. So my basal metabolic rate, the rate at which my body the, the amount of food my body needs to maintain its current muscle, blinking, digestive, without any energy whatsoever, is 1,607 calories, okay? And we're gonna amend the PDF. I don't know why that, I meant to take that out earlier, sorry, the, the, the divided by 100. Now we're gonna work out your TDEE. So I would consider me to be moderately active. So I'm going to I'm going to multiply the 1600 calories by 1.375 which gives me 2210 calories. Now, I have underestimated my activity because I do training 5 days a week and I do cardio in the morning for 60 minutes. So mine is probably very active but I always like to underestimate because if, if I underestimate slightly, it gives me a little bit of wiggle room for an extra protein bar or a slice of chocolate cake or an extra few calories or a glass of wine on the weekend. So I like to underestimate. But if I was being super, super precise, I would probably, I would say mine's a little more. Let me work it out if it's a little higher. So let me go again. Let me go back to the start again, okay? Body fat mass, body weight, 150, multiplied by 0.16 is 24. 150 minus 24 is 126, right? 126 multiplied by 9.82 plus 370 is 1607. Multiplied by 1.550, which is very active, that gives me 2,491, so about 2,500 calories. That's probably more accurate for me. So in order to maintain my current body fat, 
my current muscle mass, my current everything with my current lifestyle, I need to eat about 2,500 calories a day. Does that make sense? So this is how you work out how many calories you should be eating. Now, later on in the week, we're going to talk about building muscle, burning fat, eating in a deficit, eating in a surplus, all of those things. I don't want to go into that today. All I want you to do today is to get the data for you to understand how much you should be eating. Because tomorrow, what we're going to do is we're going to teach you how to track your food for 24 hours. And the reason why I want you to do that is because I want you to figure out what you are eating versus what you should be eating. And quite often, the difference is shocking. It's like the photo on the first day, where you were versus where you want to be. And it's really quite shocking. For many people, it's around, it's similar, especially if you've worked some of my programs or if you're in the 18-month Sculpt and Shred, you'll totally be down with this because that's the first thing that we teach. But if you haven't, sometimes you'll find like me, you're only eating 1,200 calories when you should be eating like 2,000. Or it could be the other way. You should be eating 1,600 calories and you're actually eating 2,800 calories. Either way, we're not going to judge it. So tomorrow, whenever I teach you how to do this, you're not going to start like, you're not going to, oh my God, do you want to put this in? You have to be completely honest. No one is going to see the data. So you have to be completely honest. There's no point in lying to yourself whenever you start to track, which is what I'm going to teach you tomorrow. This is just a data gathering exercise. Remember, you have to know your starting point. You have to know that you're a three if you want to get to a 10. You can't pretend that you're a six. You can't pretend that you're eating less than you are or you're eating more than you are because it's that delusion which has kept you stuck up until this point and not achieving the goal that you want to achieve. So commit to reality with me, okay? Commit to reality with me. Promise me you will. See you all tomorrow at 2 p.m. Thanks so much for showing up live. Take care. Speak to you all in the group. See you later.